your voice is needed. And if you're feeling that call to share it, there's a reason for it. You have a message, you have something that you're going to share or help other people share in a way that's going to be impactful. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey of Pursuit podcast. As you guys know, I love to kind of give you a little intro of some things I've been thinking of, some things I've been trying out, just kind of like random thoughts in my brain, honestly, before we really dive into today's guest episode. So something I actually talked about in my Patreon community was this idea of starting a quote of the day and sending it to the people that are in my email list. And I had this idea because I really wanted to serve in a bigger way. And I'm a big quotes person. If you look at my Instagram, if you look at any of the files I have on my computer, I have a folder everywhere, no matter where it is, that has quotes saved. It's just something I love to do in my spare time. If I'm pinning, if I'm on my Pinterest page, I'm always pinning quotes. If I see something on Instagram, I either screenshot it or save it to a file, like a folder in there. I just have that always available with me. And this started really, I would say in college, after my first heartbreak, quotes were just this way of me feeling understood and reading something that I wasn't able to articulate at that moment and being able to read it and and felt understood by someone, um, you know, giving me the opportunity to put into words something I really couldn't was something so beautiful. And I think that was really the beginning of my love for quotes. And ever since then, now I have them everywhere. And so because I have so many saved, I thought to myself, why not share that with my audience and the feedback has been incredible you guys can reply to me if you loved the quote you can also tell me hey i have this one specific quote i think would be a great one for tomorrow or for next week whatever it may be but it's a great way for me to start my day because that's something i already do and so i just kind of type it up and i send it to you guys and if you want to be a part of that you can just sign up below at my website www.drealopez.com you can find it below but it's just drea lopez this one does have the e in lopez.com you already check your email every single day so why not have something in your inbox that you know is going to start your day on the right foot this is completely free this is just something i have loved doing and this is really something i already do i'm just extending it to you guys completely free just so you can start your day on the right foot and like i said the feedback has been so awesome if you go on my instagram stories you can see some of the screenshots of people's comments that they've left as a reply to the email it's been so fun and i've loved being able to connect with you guys i've loved being able to read what you liked and any quotes that you're kind of telling me hey include this in tomorrow's email it's so fun and has quickly become one of my favorite things i get to share with you guys in my community again this is completely free and a way for you to start your day on the right foot if you want to sign up you can go to my website www.drealopez.com or click the link below or if you're feeling called like i've mentioned in some other episodes i also have a patreon so if you want to go a little level up and really get connected to some of these women that are in the community you can definitely join below where it says patreon 
All right, today's guest is Kristen Quiros Bayona. I really hope I said that right. She is a founder, speaker, and coach who teaches female entrepreneurs the strategies and action steps for creating a highly engaged podcast in order to become thought leaders and grow a successful brand. She is the executive producer and host of the Podcast and Amplify podcast, where she aims to uplift diverse voices in business and in podcasting. There's something really special about connecting with other podcasters. There's this understanding, like we say in the beginning of the episode, which you'll hear now, but there's this kind of just, you get what the other person does every single time they create an episode for their show. You know what it took to kind of get it up and running. You know what it's like every single week, booking guests, writing the scripts, asking the questions, doing the interviews, etc. Like there's so many parts to podcasting. And it's so special to be able to connect with other podcasters on your own podcast. So I'm super excited for this conversation. Without further ado, please welcome Kristen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to just dive in another fellow podcaster. It is nice to chat with other podcasters on your show. There's just a language, a vibe. Yeah. It's almost like this mutual respect. Like I, I totally know what you do. I know the process you go through every single week. I know what it takes to be, to get a show up and running. And so it's just so cool to have another member join the community and stuff within the podcast. So how long have you been doing this? What kind of made that in an, like an initial interest to you? Yeah. So I had really loved listening to podcasts and I have a communications background, so I was in corporate marketing and communications for a long time. I was looking for a way out of that space, and I had started a blog, a travel blog, because I love to travel. And I did that for about a year, but I realized like it's lonely. You're not engaging with people, really. I just wasn't getting enough from it, even though I enjoy writing sometimes, and I enjoy photography and all that stuff. When the pandemic hit, I was furloughed from my job and that gave me so much space to explore. And I thought maybe the next step is podcasting. In the summer of 2020, I started my first podcast and I love it. It's very suited to me and my personality. I'm someone who's an introvert, so it's not about quantity of friends. It's about quality. I love really deep, meaningful conversations, that one-on-one connection. So I just really connected with this medium and just feel like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So that was the impetus to starting my own podcast. Also in the U.S., we were dealing with sort of some reckoning, social justice movement around George Floyd. And I thought, how can I use this platform to create something that I wanted to see, which was more representation? So at the time that was more perspectives in travel, but now it's more diverse perspectives in bringing different voices into the podcasting space. So really it's just been a great place where I can be myself and live out my mission too. That's so beautiful and actually so aligned with how I even started my podcast. It was the same situation. I got furloughed. I had been listening to a lot of podcasts. I was super interested in hearing people's stories and connecting with people because especially in that time, it was just something that was just not really there. So many people just like not connecting and not speaking and everyone was separate because everyone was in lockdown. It's been something that has given back like tenfold. 
and has really opened up a new world. So I totally understand where you come from and just as a podcaster, how aligned your show can be. Yeah, it's been a really great experience. And then just diving deeper into it, going to podcasting conferences and just figuring out this whole podcasting world because it, it really is. I wasn't, I didn't dive into it, I, which is me. I'm like a toe in I to take my time. But now that I'm involved with it more, it's definitely, you get to meet people like you and other people who are in this podcasting space that just really love it. And that's fun. It's fun to have that community. I'm the opposite. I dove in. (laughs) I dove in with the podcast. I would love to know what your favorite part about podcasting is and what your least favorite part is. So I love the interview the most. So that's the top thing that I enjoy about the process is sitting with the person listening. I think I'm a very good listener, very active listener. And that's such a gift that you can give to someone is listen to be able to do that and then actually and be able to think and on the fly and in the moment and have to process what they're saying and just have that juicy conversation that's the best really do love writing questions as well but I think that's really the foundation for having a great interview doing that research and then crafting that sort of it's almost like a story arc in a way right when you're talking to someone it's like you want to get into it, intro, get to the peak and, you know, take the listener on a little bit of a journey. And the least favorite part is, that's a good question. I think it's I writing the content for the posts, but I would definitely let someone else do that if I had the resources, which is the goal. So like the literal like posting, because I'm a business of one right now. So giving that up and letting someone else work their magic on it. I can do it. I, but it's, do I love it? No, not really. (laughs) That is pretty much my answer as well. I feel like for me, my favorite part is the same. I love the interviews. I love helping people feel seen because I really do think that usually like on my show, for example, I ask certain questions and I can see when the person clicks in their head of, wow, that's my story. I did that. Or I can't believe like I'm on this podcast talking about my journey. And it's almost like a moment on the show where people realize how cool they are. And that's like the whole point of my show is just enjoying the journey of pursuing what it is that you love. And so I totally get that where you feel like you also see your guests and you have that moment of clarity, you have that moment of connection with them. It's such a beautiful moment. And I think also when you edit it and you really have to listen to it again and you're piecing together the conversation, just like you were saying, like a story arc, you really get to make this work of art and really put the person's story in a way that resonates with you, with them, and then the world. And it seems so cliche, but it's, it really is like, it takes so much time. And like you were saying, you're a one woman show and so am I. And I think the same. I think I would delegate for sure. The editing for me with podcasting, it took me so long to learn. I had never edited audio in my life. I think that would be what I would delegate first is having someone edit my show for me. But right now it's all me. (laughs) And I wonder if you find that, no, I found that the better I've gotten at 
podcasting, the easier it is to edit because I'm thinking of, oh, I'm going to have to edit that out. So I better just nail what this conversation is. So that's been a bonus, but I totally hear you. And in terms of you nailed it as far as people helping people feel seen. It's so funny. I recorded a solo episode for my podcast that's coming out. I think it's next week about how to help people feel seen on your podcast. And it's that storytelling piece too. It's like when people can see themselves in other people's stories, that's a way to help them feel seen your, your listeners. And then you can sit there and help your listener or your guest feel seen. Like it's just this whole magical space for me. And it's nice to hear someone else really valuing that about podcasting as well. Cause sometimes I'm like, am I just this nerd out here who's <laughs> geeking out over this podcasting thing? No, I totally get it. And it's honestly, it's really hard to navigate a conversation, especially if someone, if you've never met someone, because in the beginning, my show was all of my friends. And lately it's expanded to more people reaching out to me, me doing more research on who would like to be on the show. And it's definitely more of a challenge when you don't know anything about the person and you really have to dive deep, research, help them feel comfortable, help them feel seen and really navigate the conversation so that it makes sense. It makes sense to you, to people who are listening. They themselves, like the guests feel like I'm enjoying this conversation. And it's all these little pieces we podcasters have to think of in the moment. Like you said, like we can research and prepare as much as we want to and can, but the conversation ultimately always goes somewhere else. Like the person will say something that will spark another question in you. So I totally get that. And I agree. It has become easier as the years have gone by. Definitely now the editing is not as hard as it was when I started, but it's definitely something I would delegate. I wanted to ask you, what's your strategy on the days that seem a little bit harder? Do you have a routine or something that kind of shifts your mindset on those days where going on the theme of what we're talking about, some days that are a little harder as a podcaster or just like everyday life? Is there something that you use, a tool or a strategy that you use that helps you get back on your feet? Yeah. So I think for me, it's having a structure, like knowing, like I have a checklist and this is like how I go through the back end part, because I think all of the, like looking for guests and keeping an ear out for them, that part's not, that part's fun doing the research, scheduling things, but the other back end things I think are the not as exciting things. So that I just have to rely on, okay, this is my process. And you've done this so many times. And so it helps me get into this flow, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm, I know this space and I have everything set up so I can, it can lead me to the next thing. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to edit, I'm going to listen and take my notes. And then I'm going to turn those notes into the post. And then I'm going to schedule. It just helps pull me through that process when I'm not feeling it and I'm not like excited about it. So I think that sometimes those systems help. I'm not always like the systems person, but I think I've found for this, that part of podcasting, it does help keep me motivated and getting to the next step beyond the things that I really enjoy doing. And what was it like for you in the beginning? Like when you first started your podcast, was there something that you didn't really have the process at that moment? So what was it? What steps did you have or what little things did you do to get to a space where you felt a little more comfortable? Was there anything specific? 
Yeah, I think in the beginning, I think it was all so new and I was learning and I'm a learner. So that's where I am completely lit up. So there wasn't, I didn't really feel like there was a lot of drag in the beginning. I think it was all new. So I was like, yes, all these like neurons are firing. And that's, that was how I was in my corporate job. I was always doing, I was a dabbler, right? And so I think when I dove into this process in the beginning of learning how to podcast, it was all just like new and learning and interesting to me. So I don't think I really hit, oh, this is frustrating until I think my second podcast, which I'm on now, because I knew it, right? Okay. I had a podcast for a year. Now I'm pivoting and starting a new one. So I think it wasn't until then that I felt the, I don't know what the word is sort of like doldrum behind, okay, I got to edit this and I have to do these things. So I felt that much later. And uh, I do think that just thinking too about the outcome, like it's so worth it. It's But I really want this out in the world and I really want to highlight this person and I really want to share this conversation. So that's definitely a motivator, right? Okay, I can do these other things that aren't so fun. I can do the scheduling, which isn't that exciting. And because I'm going to get to have this conversation and then I'm going to get to share that with the world. So you just go back to like your original like mission and what why you started in the first place. I get this question all the time. So I'm curious to see what you think, but do you think it's too late for someone to start their own podcast? I don't. I think that if you're feeling called to start a podcast, then that means you're meant to start a podcast. And I think people are starting new podcasts every day still. And I think there are so many voices and stories that still remain untapped unshared and that people are starving to hear. I don't think we've met that point where anyone who's ever felt underrepresented, who hasn't seen their story is like, oh yeah, I've seen it a dozen times. Like we're not at that point. So I think that's why it, your voice is needed. And if you're feeling that call to share it, there's a reason for it. You have a message, you have something that you're going to share or help other people share in a way that's going to be impactful. I don't think so. I don't think it's too late to start a podcast. And I think if that's what you want to do, or if you want to start a YouTube channel or like whatever is calling you, I think you have to listen to it and not and, and block out the noise of whatever one else is saying, right? Because we're all on our own paths. And that's, we have to check in with ourselves and be like, this is feel good to me. Okay, I'm doing it. Yeah, I agree. And I think if you really think about it, every market is oversaturated. There's always going to be like in the music industry, everyone had always told me like, everyone is a musician and everyone's a songwriter. There's so many finance people also like there are so many finance people like podcasting. There's so many podcasters. It's like there that's going to be the case for anything and everything. So if you want to do something, you might as well just go for it. And you have no idea what could come from it. And I think that your story is similar to mine where you just have to take messy action and learn as you go and see how it fits in your life and see how it's something that makes your life better. I don't know if that's the case for you, but I really feel like in the beginning, podcasting was something I just did messy, learned as I went. And as I was developing the show, I realized how much it was bringing into my life, like fulfillment wise, 
like positive wise, opportunity wise, like I've connected with so many incredible people and have had opportunities for work and things like that because of the show. So I'm curious to see how you feel about that too, opportunity wise, once you decided, okay, podcasting is something I'm going to be doing, how those opportunities showed up for you. Yeah. So my podcast that I have now, I created it very much to support my brand for my business. And so I help other entrepreneurs start podcasts to do the same, start podcasts to help position them as thought leaders in their industry or in their niche. So having for me, having a podcast, because I help people start podcasts is really important. And it does open up opportunities because people are listening to you. And they're like, oh, she's doing it. And how can I tap into that? So it's brought me clients. It's brought me speaking opportunities. I was spoke at podcast movement this summer. I don't think I would have done that if I hadn't had the experience and the community, because I definitely reached out to my community to figure out how do I get that opportunity? That opportunity led to a paid speaking opportunity to put yourself out there and you try these different things and you meet people and you do, you get opportunities coming your way. I launched a sponsorship program. So now I'm like, and I did that messy as well as like I did with starting the podcast. It just gives you this opportunity to try different things and figure out the process, figure out what feels good to you. And yeah, I really just like that whole, everyone's doing it. Every There's so many, there's a thousand podcasters, singers, like you said, because that really, the reason why it triggers me is because that held me back for so long. I thought, even when I started my blog, I, oh, everyone has a travel blog, but it's, if I hadn't have started my travel blog, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten to my travel podcast. And then I wouldn't have gotten here. Really just want to tell people, just start where you are and who cares if there's a thousand and one that it, you have to do the journey and you have to take the steps to get you to where you're meant to be. And I've definitely felt that with like podcasting, with having a business, all the things It just pushes you right to learn a lot about yourself, what you're capable of. And then it opens doors to things you wouldn't even have thought. I'm definitely more of a wallflower. That's why I like being behind the mic and being behind the Zoom screen. But then I was like on a stage and then I started feeling, oh, I can share my message in a bigger way. There's so much value in doing than just saying, oh, I can't do that. It's to this or to that. Just do it. Yeah. And like you said, you, and I've said this before, I think on my stories sometime in the podcast, but it really does build your confidence because the more that you continue to do the things that you thought were so hard, like in the beginning, I thought it was so hard to edit. I thought it was so hard to record. I thought it was so hard to book guests and it just built this confidence. Once I did one, then I did two, three, four, and it just kept going And now it's like the things that scare me, I know that I have what it takes to go and do the things because I've already done it. I've already done it in some way, even though it's getting harder because the show is getting bigger or whatever it is. It's that layer of you've already done this and the next layer comes and it's like you're prepared for that now. And then the next layer and it's like you keep growing and you keep building. I think that's the true. That's I think that's true with everything that people do as humans. We do if you keep going you realize that you have everything it takes 
confidence confidence is within you you just have to do it you just have to do it scared do it messy take 20 seconds of courage and just go for it yeah absolutely 100% agree you're building a foundation you're building up your confidence and you have to do and that was really hard for me in the beginning before i had a lot of coaching because i was so scared i wanted to like keep myself safe and that was a very strong instinct but i realized you have to do it there's no getting around it and i really wanted there to be a way for me <laughs> to feel safe first before like i was like please let there be a way i can get this sense of safety and confidence before i do something it's not the way it works and i think what's really important as you're doing the things that feel messy and uncomfortable is to learn how to support yourself through it. I know when I first started, I would push myself to do these things I'd never done before. And I'd be like, you're fine. You're good. And not give myself any self-care, any like extra space and love and compassion. And that's something I really had to learn to do that I like to share with people who maybe are first starting out doing something uncomfortable. It's like pair that with how am I going to love, be loving to myself through that process? Process. How am I going to create the space for me to feel all my uncomfortable feelings, which are completely valid, and then support myself through that to the next next level? And for me, I totally missed that concept in the beginning. I had to learn it, and now that I have that, it's like the journey is so much lighter and feels so much better. And I just feel oh, I'm taking care of myself. And that's really the most important thing when you're doing anything at the end of the day. Yeah. And adding to that and to something that you said before, it's almost even an extra layer to that where it's, you knew how it felt, like you said, not to do those things. You knew how it felt to like really stay behind, behind in quotes, or like really not take action because of the fear or because you didn't know how, what to, what action to take, what step to take. And I think that's an that's a way of, that's a form of self love. A form of self love is just doing the things that scare you because they teach you that you have everything it takes. And so I wanted to add to that because I love everything you said, and I think that it's a beautiful way to put your honestly like just everything you're meant to do and be into practice. I love your framing of that. I have never thought about that before. How pushing yourself to do those things is an act of self-love. You're so right because it's honoring who you are and who you are meant to be. And like what bigger act of self-love is there? Yeah, that's really special. I hadn't thought about it that way. I think we all have the ability to give ourself, ourselves gifts throughout the day and in our career and in our lives by showing ourselves just how capable we are of doing the things that we never thought we could do. And I think an even an even bigger gift is rewarding yourself for the moments and times that you realize you did it. That's also something so important to highlight because you can't just go doing these things and not giving yourself the grace and the love of rewarding yourself. That's something I've realized with the show as well because people come on the show and we interview them and what, like I said, that little light turns on for them and they just realize like 
how much self-love that art, that thing that they do brings them happiness and joy and how they're also like teaching people and showing people that they themselves can do that as well. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter what anyone's told you before. It doesn't matter what people have said that you can't do, whatever it is. There are people that come to shows like ours and they talk about what they've been capable of doing. And it's just so cool to see that there's so many examples of people actually living their truth because they decide to take the messy action. They decide to just do it scared and go for it and give themselves that love and that grace. Yeah. And it really is so inspiring. And I know maybe that word gets used a lot, but it just is when you see someone fully living out what they were meant to. And I know that has benefited me so much in going after my goals. And it is such a little gift, maybe not little, maybe it's a big gift. And so that for me, like with my show, I'm like, if I can give that every episode to someone, just seeing someone living out what they want to be and who they want to be like that can have that ripple effect of impacting who they're around and how they operate in the world. There is something so nice about just did something that was really hard and that I did it and I became, I got to my next level and I am that person who I wanted to be, who I thought I could be. There's such value in that. And then sharing that with the world, right? It's like, okay, you can do this too. There's a quote that I was trying to find now. I'm going to try to see if I can remember it in my head, but it was something like, there's no way you can't love someone after you've heard their story. Something like that. I think it was Mary Lou. I'll link it down below in the show notes. But I saw that quote and it really clicked with me because it's so true. I don't think there's ever been a time where someone has opened up to me or I've listened to someone's story or come across a story and not, I I haven't loved that person in some way. Like I haven't felt that person's story in some way. I haven't been able to see like their pain or like their successes. There's no way. I just, I don't think that's ever happened to me where I've listened to someone's story and been like, oh no, I've always listened to it and or heard it or read it. And then that's their story. And it's beautiful. It's like those little moments of my favorite part of listening to podcasts is when I'm hearing someone talk about their story, their journey. And I've made this assumption where I'm like, oh, I, don't, I probably don't have anything in common with this person. Like they're a man, they live on the other side of the world. They went to some Ivy League school, like it's just totally different. And then they're telling their story and you hear something in there where you're like, oh, I went through that exact same experience or I had that exact same something. And that, that moment when you're connected just on that like human level is the best. And I think it's all about connection, right? It's like, how can we really feel connected to each other as humans? Because we all have these universal, right? Experiences and truths, and they might be really personal, but they're um, something, things that people can relate to in, in so many ways. And that's, I think that was one of the triggers around podcasting. Like I could do that for someone else. Oh, I can help share that story. So when someone else is listening, they're like, wow, I feel connected to this person who seemed so different from me, but now I realize we're actually not that, not that far apart. Yeah. And that's the magical part. That's where everything comes together, clicks. And you realize that like, we're really all 
very much the same in some way. What do you feel like has been your biggest failure or lesson so far? I think my biggest failure, I'm thinking back to when I first started my business and I was doing these launches for like my course or for just to get people inside my community. And they were complete and utter failures. No one would show up. And I, and I felt really uncomfortable doing them. This sucks. And so that experience along with a lot of others helped me realize this way of reaching out to people is not for you. And this is why you're having such a hard time with it. And it's part of the reason why it's failing, right? And it's not reaching people. And you're doing this because people are saying this is how you should be doing it. And it really helped me realize like, oh, you have to follow your own path. And I had heard it so many times, but it took a while to really click because I think, especially as entrepreneurs, you're looking for the blueprint. You're looking for, oh, how do they get success? Even in podcasting, how are they growing their podcast to like 50,000 listeners? But what I realized is through that failure is you have to do what feels right for you. You have to follow your own journey. Yes, listen to advice, but make sure that it feels good for you and you're following that internal compass. And that's really the point. That's why we're all out here. My journey is not going to be like yours. Yours is going to be like mine. And so I think I really learned that through feeling really yucky about it. Oh, I have to follow what I'm meant to do and not take in all this other advice around do it this way, do it that way, because it wasn't working. It just really wasn't. And as soon as I did, start to follow my own path and reach out to people in my own way, which is more around like collaboration and real connection, things just totally changed. And my whole life felt better than like in this dread place. I was in a much happier space. And in true form, every time I ask that question, it, it comes to light that it really isn't a failure. It's just a new way of thinking. It's just a new path. It's a new direction that we can take as we've learned through the failure, quote unquote. What do you feel has been your biggest success or win? So I started out this journey searching for something beyond like corporate. And I think what sparked it though, was this knowing that I had to work on my confidence. Like it was really holding me back. And so I got a lot of support for that. And so I feel like that is a success in and of itself, understanding that you can't do it on your own. And it's really important to seek out support. But I went from being really uncomfortable speaking in front of people to then becoming a podcaster who uses their voice to reach people. And then speaking at that conference. And then a couple after that was a really big deal for me. And what I realized is it wasn't about what other being afraid of what other people would say about me or think about me being up there. Like when I felt truly connected to my message and I knew that people would be helped by it, that was the game changer. So being able to do that and be vulnerable and be visible in that way was such a like success for me. And I remember sitting in my hotel room afterwards, just feeling this 
such a sense of like satisfaction and fulfillment. And it's something that, because I went, I got to that place. I got from, oh, I'm not confident. I don't want to be seen to, I'm going to stand in my power and I'm going to be seen and I'm going to share my message with you. And it's been such a game changer. I really thought after that, oh, there's nothing I can't do because I did the big scary thing and I supported myself through it. And so that feeling is something that I want every woman to feel, every person to feel really. My focus is helping female entrepreneurs. And I, it's just something that I don't take for granted. And it's so special. And it's like, I can be any part in helping other people get to that feeling of success, which is really, truly about like you feel being your true full self then that's it. My, my job's done. Oh yeah. And we need that more now than ever, like empowering women, telling ourselves and other women that they can do whatever they set their mind to. And I'm so glad that you are in your power and you're doing what you love and being an example for other women. So please let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah. So everything is podcast and amplify podcast and amplify.com and is spelled out at podcast and amplify on instagram and then of course the podcast is called podcast and amplify and so you can just reach out to me there or come listen to the show and get some inspiration get some tactical things if you're a business owner i've actually shifted a lot more to having personal development topics because i realized that we have to speak to the entrepreneur holistically and if you don't have your personal stuff down it's really going to affect your business so yeah come hang out with me there thank you so much for being on the show this has been a great conversation thank you so much for having me here are the takeaways for Kristen's episode number one sometimes the best gift to give someone is to listen number two having a process in place for the days that are a bit harder really helps number three go back to your original mission to continue doing the work number four There are so many voices and stories that still remain untapped, unshared, and that people are starving to hear. Number five, your voice is needed, and if you're feeling that call to share it, there's a reason for it. Number six, when you put yourself out there and you try these different things and you meet people, you get opportunities coming your way. Number seven, just start where you are, even if there's a thousand people doing it. You have to take the steps to get to where you want to be. Number eight, there's so much value in doing than just saying, oh, I can't do that. Number nine, be loving to yourself in the process of doing new things. Number 10, pushing yourself to do the things that scare you is a form of self-love because it's honoring who you are and who you are meant to be. Number 11, you have to follow your own path. You have to do what's right for you and you have to follow your own journey. And number 12, that feeling of success is just you being your true full self. I hope you guys like this episode. If you have any feedback, you know you can always leave us a review or send me a DM at Joya Lopez without the Ian Lopez. And if you want to follow Kristen in any of the platforms she mentioned, you can find them all below in the show notes. Also, if you're like, Drea, I know who should be on your show next or I want to be on your show, then you can send me a DM at Drea Lopez without the Ian Lopez or at The Journey of Pursuit and we can start a conversation. Lastly, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, if you want to be a part of the quote of the day emails, it's completely free and you can sign up below at my website, www.drealopez.com. Or if you want to be a part of the Patreon community, you can also sign up below. As always, thank you for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Ciao.